0: Hello and welcome to Natural Health Simplified, where we help you cut through the noise and provide simple science-based strategies to help you live a healthy life. I'm Pam Stone and my guest today is Natalie Elliott, who is a health educator with Blackmore's Institute. Hello, Natalie, and thanks for joining us again. Hi, Pam. It's great to be here. Great. Now, today, we're going to talk about the topic of pain and niggles. We've probably all had them, but what are we actually talking about here?
1: Oh, Pam, it's those annoying kind of aches and pains which might suddenly appear, and often we blame it on becoming older. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we might start to notice that increased joint stiffness, muscle tension in our shoulders, Or suddenly find ourselves experiencing that joint pain, which is really frustrating because it impacts on our daily
0: routine and our ability to kind of keep fit and healthy and Mm. go exercise. Mm. I can feel them now as we talk about them. (laughs) So what are you going to tell us about today?
1: Well, today we're going to have a closer look at five go-to ingredients Mm -hmm. to help with those pain and niggles. Mm. And these are boswellia, curcumin, glucosamine sulfate, fish oils, and magnesium. Mm, great. So it's good to remember that pain is often associated with inflammation and mm. there are nutritional and herbal compounds available to help reduce our mild joint pain and mm.
0: inflammation. I've heard about some of those, but can you start with Boswellia? What, what, where does that come from? Tell us about that one.
1: Oh, Boswellia is a gem of a herb. Mm. It's a small tree with thick stems and smooth papery bark Mm. uh, located in India, Ethiopia, Somalia and the Arabian Peninsula. Mm. Yeah, these trees produce this gum resin known as frankincense. You might have heard of it before. Indeed. Nice and beautiful perfume. Mm. Well, This this frankincense resin uh, has been used since ancient times for religious and medicinal purposes. And has like anti-inflammatory and pain-relieving properties. Mm. In fact, further um, investigations have identified the frankincense resin inhibits some of the inflammatory pathways in the body. Wow. And the World Health Organization has published clinical data on boswellia, showing how you know it can also help to reduce those enzymes involved in joint cartilage breakdown. Well, okay. It's great, isn't it? So mm. not only is Boswellia a you know a herbal anti-inflammatory, it can also help um, reduce tissue destu- destruction and promote joint health and
0: flexibility. It's fascinating to hear about herbs that have a long-standing history of traditional use, but which are now backed by scientific investigation. So can you elaborate a little on the the, the modern day evidence? Certainly, a
1: Cochrane review reported. 90 days of treatment with Boswellia improves symptoms of joint pain and function. osteoarthritis. Mm. There was another double-blind, randomised, placebo-controlled clinical study published in the uh, International Journal of Medical Science, which identified that participants taking a Boswellia extract experienced improvements in their osteoarthritic pain in their knees
0: and joint mobility within Mm. seven days after starting treatment. Well, that's impressive actually, isn't it? Because I do sometimes think about these natural herbal remedies as, as the science, I guess, often confirms that that they are effective but they take a longer period of time and we need to to understand and be aware that we need we need to maintain the treatment for a longer time but 7 days is is pretty impressive it is very impressive mm. Mm.
1: And the improvement continued in the following three months, and most mm. importantly, you know, boswellia was considered safe even mm. for longer
0: term use. Wow, and that's definitely in its favour versus some of the quicker acting, might I say, sort of standard pharmaceutical yeah. you know alternatives, I guess.
1: You no, know, no, and there is researchers also looked at a combination of boswellia and curcumin together mm. for the uh, treatment of osteoarthritis compared to your standard over the counter anti Inflammatories mm. and this herbal duo was well tolerated
0: and showed superior efficacy. Oh, that's excellent to hear. So, let's talk about curcumin. We've touched on it before, but tell us how that can help us with our pain and niggles. Well, curcumin is the yellow pigment um, derived from the spiced turmeric that mm.
1: loves to stain your hands when you're cooking. Right, I know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, it's got, and my benchtop knows it as well. <laughs> it. Uh, look, it's got a long history of use in both Ayurvedic and Chinese medicines Mm. as an anti-inflammatory agent. Mm. And there has been extensive studies into turmeric
0: Mm, Great. Tell us a bit more about that.
1: So a literature review in 2016 looked at numerous clinical trials on the effects of curcumin in osteoarthritic patients Mm. and concluded curcumin could reduce their mild joint pain within four weeks Mm. and was comparable to non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medication.
0: And again, that probably, I think you said four weeks, so it may take a little bit longer to work, but it's important to know that because its efficacy its effectiveness is is similar. And
1: what you're finding is that curcumin has been becoming really popular uh, mm. particularly in Australia and some people are opting to move from curcumin instead of glucosamine to help reduce their mild joint pain and their
0: symptoms of osteoarthritis. Yeah, oh, well that's interesting. So which one do you recommend?
1: Both have a purpose and different modes of action. I like to consider curcumin as your acute plant kind of anti-inflammatory agent mm-hmm. and glucosamine as a building block for your healthy joint cartilage formation.
0: Right. and can you take them? That's a good distinction, I guess so can you therefore take them together if you feel that they're very complementary in those those types of actions?
1: Yes Absolutely, mm-hmm. you okay. can take them together. Yep. And and they both have a role. I mean, mm. this glucosamine to support your healthy joint cartilage. Cartilage is this thin layer of spongy tissue which covers our bone ends mm. and helps to cushion the joints and help them to be able to move freely and easily. And as you can imagine, over a lifetime lifetime of excessive activity mm. and exercise, they can be susceptible to wear and tear. And this can lead to increased pains and niggles. Mm.
0: I can see how that being a common cause of those nasty niggles uh, through our joints. So, what's the current scientific view of glucosamine? Great question
1: because glucosamine has certainly had a mixed reputation over the years. Mm. But, you know, we do have a large body of evidence showing glucosamine sulfate at a dose of 1,500 milligrams a day Mm. can significantly reduce the symptoms of osteoarthritis in your lower limbs. Mm. Yeah, the Rheumatology International Journal um, also identified that glucosamine sulfate was the preferred form over – glucosamine hydrochloride.
0: All right. Well, that's good to know as well. And as you said, you can take it with uh, curcumin. You can probably take it with bos- boswellia, I'm guessing, as well. So they, they're all helping helping support in different ways. So I know we've previously covered omega-3s in reducing pain in rheumatoid arthritis and also osteoarthritis uh, in a previous podcast, and that tracked back to its anti-inflammatory activity, especially at higher doses. So can we just give fish oil a quick plug? Do they deserve a mention with pain and niggles?
1: I love fish oil mm-hmm. for pain and nickels. You know, we know that a high dose fish oil offers benefits for joint pain mm. and the uh, and along with many other health benefits. Mm. Yeah, the Arthritis Australia recommends a dose of 2.7 grams of omega-3s to reduce inflammation Mm. and this is supported by a large body of evidence
0: yes high dose high doses as you say but they're the important scientifically validated dosages to go for
1: Mm. In fact, for instance, there has been a recent study uh, published from Newcastle University which also confirmed the benefits of high doses of omega-3s, finding that a daily supplementation of 2 grams of DHA-rich fish oil significantly reduced osteoarthritis pain by 40% compared Mm.
0: with placebo. Mm. Another impressive result there. Now, Natalie, you've also mentioned magnesium. So where does that fit in? Well, pain
1: and niggles can also take the form of spasms, cramps or twitching and can be pretty annoying sometimes. Mm. So they they can, can't they? So these can be a sign sign Mm. of uh, dehydration or Mm. an electrolyte or mineral imbalance as these are all needed for muscles to contract and relax. Mm. One of the simplest things is to drink plenty of water, Mm. especially during and after exercise, Oh, and another practical tip is to try extra magnesium. Mm, okay. Magnesium helps to maintain our normal muscle function and can help relieve those muscle spasms and cramps when our dietary intake is inadequate. Mm,
0: so tell us a little bit more about that. How, how might we know if our dietary intake is inadequate?
1: Well, there are many reasons why you may need additional magnesium in our diet. Mm. Um, for some, certain if they're on certain medications mm-hmm. such as diuretics, these can increase our urinary loss of magnesium. Mm. If you enjoy excessive and strenuous exercise, this mm. can also increase our magnesium needs by ten to twenty percent, mm. and this is due to the loss that you know we incur through sweating and our urine loss during exercise. Right. A high intake of coffee and alcohol can also reduce magnesium levels in the body, and ageing. Oh, we of re- course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we require more magnesium in our diet as we don't absorb it as well as we age, and this is reflected in an increase in the recommended daily intake of magnesium for our older Australians.
0: Okay, well, that's good to know. So so where, tell us again, where do we get our magnesium from, particularly in food?
1: Co- uh significant food sources of magnesium include nuts and seeds such as mm. almonds, pumpkin seeds, dark green vegetables, cashews and whole grains. So I love a Buddha bowl with those mm. leafy greens sprinkled with sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, tofu, quinoa cashews as a really great magnesium hit
0: oh and i am getting hungry that sounds fantastic i'm going to look look up the recipe for one for a buddha bowl that sounds great so natalie really great practical information here that i think we can only benefit from and soothe those aching joints so how would you sum all this up for us
1: Pains and niggles, uh, when we experience them, can provide an opportunity to really have a look at our musculoskeletal health Mm. and respond to these pains and niggles. For mild joint pain and inflammation, fish oils are an excellent place to start. Mm -hmm. To support joint cartilage formation and reduce mild osteoarthritis symptoms, uh, consider a glucosamine sulfate at a dose of 1500 milligrams per day. Mm. If we're experiencing some muscle cramps and twitches, think magnesium when dietary intake is inadequate. Mm. And lastly, consider those plant-based anti-inflammatories such as curcumin and boswellia, which have been shown to relieve that mild joint pain even within seven days and help promote
0: joint health. Great insights there, Natalie, that will really benefit our pain and niggles. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's been a real pleasure, Pam. You've been listening to Natural Health Simplified, powered by Blackmore's Institute. Thanks for joining us today. If you do have a question or topic you'd like us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch at info at blackmooresinstitute.org. I'm Pam Stone. Thanks for listening.